Are you kidding me? Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to start over totally. <laughs> Mercury's in, in retrograde, so it, it, things get messed up. All right, so I apologize to everybody on the webinar. Now I'm on the phone with everybody, and somehow I got muted. I'm Monty Moran. I am a Young Living Silver. I take over Jen's Monday night calls every first Monday of the month. I'm super excited about this call because we are doing how to get uh, people to your events. And I love doing events, so I'll get very passionate about this. Uh, before we do that, though, let's talk about the promos. I'm going to do this one more time. I can almost do a sing-along with the webinar people. Yeah, I'm recording on the phone. I hope so. I hope everything's recording. So many buttons. Okay. May's promos. Sensory Rewards, the bonus is 5 mils of cedarwood. 190 PV, 5 mils of Manuka, and people who are on the webinar, they can see that I have the page pull up for Manuka, um, <clears throat> and then also 15 mils of Melrose. For 250 PV, add what we had for the 190 PV plus 20 essential rewards points, 325 PV, and this is the, the weird thing is that the 325 and the 425 PVs, there's a reason why they kind of up these a little bit, is because for the 325 PV, you get the dew drop diffuser, which is absolutely fabulous. You get a diffuser in the, these promos. And then for the 425 PV, you get the 5 mils of Manuka, the 15 mils of Melrose, the 20 central rewards points, the dew drop diffuser, plus the art skin care system. Um, and I admit that I am an avid user of the art skin care system. I love it. I think it's totally awesome. And then, you know, last month in what month are we? April. Last month in April, Young Living did this promo where anybody who reactivated, they would get, for 100 PV, they would get 5 mils of frankincense. Well, they extended that into May. So if you guys are hustling, and that's the, the uh, key phrase this afternoon is or tonight is hustle with the webinar, is <clears throat> if you keep hustling, you can get your, your, your newly reactivated people 5 mils of frankincense just for uh, doing their 100 PV. Totally awesome. All right. So I got through that, that through, and I've, like, muted and unmuted and, and remuted and recorded for <laughs> set. Oh, Mercury retrograde. That's awesome. What else am I going to trip up on? This will be good. Let's talk about Diamond Factory training because we ran a promo last week, and we have some winners. So... Anybody, and mind you, when, when we did this, we thought, all right, let's do this for anybody who has ever become a Diamond Premium member since August. No, wait, September. When did we start Diamond Factory? I think it was like August when we actually started getting members. So anybody who started from back then all the way up until now, we threw them in the drawing because it's, it's only fair. Um, so the GoPro books was Kirsten Ward. Todd Dorsey, Jennifer Johnson, Miranda Utter, and Liz Marciniak. I hope I said Marciniak right. Uh, the one-on-one -on -one coaching with Jen wa is Beverly Krupp, so she won that. And then we're also doing this thing, and mind you, like as we keep going with Diamond Factory, we're going to keep giving people great uh, incentives and, and gifts to uh, keep plugging away on this because we – are fully uh, integrated with this and behind it. We're doing this one where we'll give a, a bonus 
How do I say this? A bonus of gifting the Diamond Factory Training membership to another person. And the gala on that is Rita. I'm, I'm going to spell it out, and then I'm going to try to pronounce it. So it's B-U-C-H-L-E-R. So I think it's Buckler. It might be Buchler. Uh, Rita, forgive me if I said it wrong both ways, but um, congratulations, you won. And also with the Diamond Factory, you know what? I'm just going to – I need to slow down. So with the Diamond Factory, here's the entire intent behind the Diamond Factory, and that is when we did this, we thought, all right, so every time that we go gangbusters, and, you know, John Acuff talks about this, hustling, there's, there's seasons of hustling. Like, you can't just hustle all the time. You'll burn out. Um, you know, so last, when we did Diamond Factory and, and we moved, we kind of took a break from hustling and kind of built a system to handle all the things that we that comes up when we, when you enroll new people. And that is all the, the basic newbie questions or the questions that new business people have, and that is why we did Diamond Factory in the first place. And that's, um, you know, how do you get started? Or where do you find resources? Or, you know, how do I do an expo? How do I do this? Well, we thought if we could just direct people all to one resource and they could go through the entire training system, they could pick and choose. They don't have to, like, go through a sequence of courses, but they could pick and choose uh, what they want to learn, you know, as far as, like, expos, things like that. And people who are on the webinar actually have the page pulled up, and I'm, this is me logged in. Um, you know, so we have, like, you know, how do we get started? How do you get started quickly in 30 days? The business basics. A lot of these are going to be either uh, free members. If it says members, it's going to be free members or public as, you know, anybody can access this. Basic questions, like even like the PV Assistant tutorial, like how do people get, you know, on the PV Assist? A lot of people missed that one. And honestly, I can admit that I missed that one a couple of months ago. I thought it was at 300 PV for my uh, set number, and it was only at 100, and I missed out on my 300 PV points. Um, that was painful, but... I learned quickly to like stay on top of my PV points. Uh, going to like the level 200 is promoting your business, and these are all Diamond Premium uh, lessons. And it's everything from you know expos, um, going from people beyond who you know. You know, so once you get outside your your warm network, now what? Um, you know, what do you do when people say no? Because that's a big one. The 300 level serving your team, we're going to be expanding this one soon, but it's like converting your customers to distributors, um, you know. And then also, and we just talked about this one too, is supporting your team that don't live near you and things like that. So we have all kinds of stuff at the Diamond Factory. Uh, these, Some of these are going to be for members and uh, some are going to be for Diamond Premium members. Uh, way cool. But, I mean, this is why we did this is because new people um, ask us a lot of questions as far as, like, how do I get started? What do I do? This isn't working. How do I get people? And then we have leaders that say, oh, my gosh, I get inundated with so many questions about the same stuff. You know, I wish we could just, you know, have something that's, like, automated. Like, you know, they could just go there and have their questions answered instead of every single time, you know, somebody starts out with answer the same questions. Well, we did it. And people love it. It's, it's, it's simple. It's duplicatable. You know, once you get your new people started, they can they can do the membership with Diamond Factory training, and just keep plugging. And everybody moves forward faster. And our whole theory is that 
a rising tide raises all ships. Uh, and if you have listened to the call this last month, there was actually Diamond and five Platinums that flat out admitted that their success was from listening to the Monday Night Calls. And now the Monday Night Calls are on Diamond Factory. You know, we can say it's on Diamond Factory. Um, but I'll tell you this. So the recording tonight about, you know, how do you get people to your events, that will be on Diamond Factory under my name, under Monty Moran. That will be for free members. The webinar, the video part, will be uh, probably in the 200 level where it says promoting your business. I think that will be the best one for that one. So that's up here like that. So that's what we're going to do. Whoops. Too fast. We're in Diamond Factory right here. And also, oh, you know what? We also did that. We're doing this other thing, too. We kind of started this last last fall, and we didn't get too many people on. And now it's, I think now that we have more Diamond Premium members, this is where we're going to, like, redo is every second and fourth Tuesday of the month. Tuesday seemed to work pretty good. At noon, because we found that the highest attendance rates are at noon because it's a lunch break. People, you know, it's easy to, like, call in and listen or even ask because, we're thinking if we do this 30 minutes to 45 minutes, no more than that because we're thinking lunch break. The first 15 minutes, we'll talk strategy, you know, so we'll we'll have a different theme each time. We'll talk about, you know, strategies for whatever. And we're very interactive, so if people have ideas like, you know, we should talk about this next time for a strategy. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll put something together and, and talk about that. But the remaining of the time, you know, so 15 to 30 minutes could be all Q&A because we think that's that's the biggest um, benefit for these kind of calls is, is questions and answers. And um, <clears throat> there's much, I want to say this, it's much easier to be interactive on these calls because on the Diamond Premium calls because there's not as many people on the calls versus, say, like the Monday night call where there's, God, I don't know, two, three hundred, four hundred people. It depends on who's on the call. But, and, Oh, and Jen also said that she's people who are Diamond Premium members, they will get an invite sent out from Jen, and it will be a totally different number. So it won't be this number that we call in for the Monday Night Call, just so you people know. Uh, what am I missing? I'm not missing anything. Okay. So now it gets to the exciting part because I love doing events. It's been a while since I've done an event. Um, basically, I've been watching other events. So let me get into my little PowerPoint here. And I'll, actually, I'm going to keep the sidebar open. No, I'm not. I'm going to do the, I'm gonna do it right. You can see it? Okay, I need, I need to back up here. If anybody can do a, a PowerPoint like me, then anybody can do this. Okay, so how to get people to show up to your shindigs or events. Jen likes the, the term shindigs. And this is, all right, so let me preface this, that this is for people who have been working on themselves. They're working on, they've, they've worked on their speaking skills, and they're trying to grow their audience. So the very first thing is, all right, so you need to put yourself in their seats. You know, so there's a picture of Jen, and I think in the background there is Gary and Mary talking when they were in Minneapolis a couple years ago. Okay, so think about any event that you've done, 
I'm just going to slow down with this. Any event that you've ever attended and you've been there, think about everything about it that you either liked or thought needed to be changed. You know, so was it was it a hole in the wall? Did it was was the meeting at you know the back room of parties, or was it super extravagant like you know the Gary Mary one that was pretty extravagant? Parking was it easy? Did you have to like drive through the slums, or did you you know have open easy parking and it was safe to walk through the parking lot? Things like that. Think about that stuff because uh, you know when when you're doing these kind of things, sometimes it's easy to overlook even the small stuff. You know, or how about the bathrooms? Are the bathrooms easily accessible? If you have, if you, you know, are they, are they up to code? You know, with uh, handicap things like that. Chairs, tables, things like that. Can you hear the speaker? Um, sometimes we've been to big events and the audio system doesn't work. Uh, thank goodness, a lot of the speakers have big voices, so we could have them, you know, speak up louder, or we all just kind of gathered up closer. But I always think about when you're doing an event. If you were sitting in the seats, and every time I go uh, to a hotel or a conference center or whatever, I always look at the room first and I get a feel for what the room feels like and which way I want uh, the seats to face. Because I always like think about myself in the seats. And honestly, when I do events, at some point when the speakers are talking, I sit in a different seat every single time. So if I had like four speakers, I could be sitting in the very back uh, during one, uh, one presentation. I'd be sitting in the very front, the next, sitting in the middle. Because I always want to get a vibe, like, you know, how are, you know, how are people responding to this? How are they listening? You know, does it sound right? Is it easy to interact? Is there too many people in front? Things like that. But before you even, like, think, you know, let's go big like Gary and Mary, let's back up and let's talk about doing what I did very, very, very beginning. So this is a, a house that we were renting in Fargo, and in there it was like it was awesome. It was like a 1920s house. We had like walnut uh, wood finishing, maple wood floors, and <clears throat> the the middle living room was like very open, so we could just rearrange the furniture and we could have oh my gosh, we could have like 30 people in there or something like that. I think it was, it was a lot. But we call it Third Thursdays, and the reason why we did Third Thursdays is because Thursdays seem like a great time to have a meeting. These were just team meetings. Well, I shouldn't say just because team meetings are probably the most important meetings ever. But if you're going to start doing events, first start at your home or somebody else's home and start team meetings. And here's why. is because when you get your team on board with what you're doing, when you do events, then your team becomes a huge network as far as how well your events go. Um, you know, but you need to train your team on this one. So keep it to one hour because it's easy to commit one hour for a team meeting. Have an itinerary. I always had an itinerary. I always had to keep Jen on track with that one. It was tough because she always likes to chit-chat. But I always had a list of things that I needed to cover. And a lot of it could be... Um, Staying plugged in, like, all right, so what are we doing? What is Young Living up to? What are the promos? Uh, what are uh, we up to? Who's doing events? Who's doing vendor event events? Who needs help with their vendor event events? Um, you know, cause sometimes we had a lot of cross-line people that were, like, great with helping each other because 
let's face it, if you know you're at an event and you can't you can't handle all the people that are showing up, it's more heartbreaking to see people walk away because you couldn't get to them than having somebody else stand there and you know maybe pick them up as uh, a customer. It's much more rewarding that way. So staying plugged in, making the community thing a team thing because once your your team, your downline feels like a community, uh, everybody is plugged in. And also, you know, it's, it's learning. You know, so we could talk about, you know, what do you do at Expos, or how does the comp plan work, or how, you know, how do you do essentially rewards, things like that, like basic learning things. Punctuality is a big deal because if it's only an hour, and we have an itinerary and we have things to go over, um, you know, things stay on task. And <clears throat> once you get going and your team starts enrolling other people in the team, they don't realize it right away, but when you suggest that maybe it would be a great idea to invite your new people, they start learning how to become professional inviters. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more um, as we do uh, like three slides down. But <clears throat> all these little things like what we do third Thursdays, the little team meetings at your home or at somebody else's home, um, this is all training your team to be very successful with doing big events. But you got to start small, and you got to figure this out as far as, you know, how do you do it timing-wise, how do you, like, location, how do you let other people know about this, how do you let your own team know about this, um, how do you stay on task, things like that. Those are huge things when you're doing big events and staying plugged in. So this is like the baby step is start with this first, make sure you get this down pat, and then start having your your leaders start maybe like taking over part of the home team meeting. So when you get to the events like this, um, you could have your team leaders start to talk because let's face it, <clears throat> If you're going to do like a, a morning event or a full day event, it's hard to talk all all day or even all morning or all afternoon long. It's uh, it's a lot of work to be on and on as far as like you know you're the shining light and you're holding everybody's attention and uh, it's 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 wearing. It's like most people you know they by the time they're done they're pretty withdrawn. So if you can incorporate your team to help out and do presentations. Um, this is huge. And obviously, if you do it with your team meetings to begin with, and have them, you know, maybe do, um, you know, as, as best as they can on the comp plan, or maybe as best they can on, you know, what they've done for expos, things like that. This will prep them to do these bigger meetings, like uh, what I have in the pictures here. And the pictures I have two gals, and when we did these, these were our Super Saturdays, and uh, you know, the gal on the left, Naomi, she. By the time she got to this point where she was speaking, she did so many uh, small intro meetings that this is like a no-brainer for her. Uh, and she she was awesome. Naomi is awesome. She she always does a great job. And then this gal over here, <clears throat> the brunette, <laughs> Nicole, she was an esthetician, or she is an esthetician. She would talk about Young Living's beauty products like it was the most important thing anybody should be doing in their life as far as what they put on their skin, how they take care of their skin. She was so she was so into it. You, like you couldn't help but be drawn into, you know, what she was talking about. Very, very passionate. Uh very enjoyable. 
Oh, and by the way, um, bring your kids and put them to work because that's the best way that they learn. It's not school. It's actually it's on-the-job training, like learning how you how you do your business. That's the best way to do it. My daughter is always doing that stuff. So <clears throat> when you do this, then the question is like, so how big do you want to go? Like, do you just want to do your own team meetings and try to figure out how to get people to your team meetings? Do you want to do intro classes? Do you want to do, you know, make and takes, things like that? Or do you want to go big, big, big? And when you go big, you know, um, is it the ULA guys? Is it a, a business summit? Is it a whole bunch of speakers, things like that? You know, how big do you want to go? Because I'll tell you this. The bigger the event, plus the bigger the speaker lineup, for instance, the ULA guys, um, and some, I've had some other speakers like business trainers, uh, motivation, motivational speakers, uh, things like that. The bigger that speaker lineup, that means you need a much more hustle, or the bigger the hustle. And when you hustle, there's a lot of tricks. So here's the hustle list. And I explain this uh, by this, a little preface. Society is numb to what is happening in general. Society is also numb to what just happened, and society is numb to what's going to happen because we are inundated with so much media hype. It's hard to keep track of what's going on. Like you need, we need something to show up repeatedly. I think they say 14 to 17 times now before we even realize it exists. So this, your, your, the trick to this is you need to be everywhere. So Facebook events, Facebook groups, Facebook pages. And mind you, it's not just your only your own event because I've seen people do Facebook events and go, nobody showed up. And I'm like, what would you do? I posted a Facebook event. Well, you know how many Facebook events are out there? There's a boatload of Facebook events. And even that, like, you still have to promote your own Facebook event for people to see your Facebook event about your event. Um, Facebook groups could be your own group. I would... I would I would really, really, really encourage networking with other people who have groups. I can tell you this, that Jen on the Monday Night Call, she has networked with uh, six to ten different Facebook groups that, you know, to post, like, who's up on the Monday Night Call. She does that all the time. Facebook pages, you know, ask people, you know, can I, because it's, it's hard to have content all the time. It's nice to have, you know, somebody put in some guest content, like, you know, uh, what's going on. So, I mean, do your own Facebook event, do your own Facebook group, do your own Facebook page, but also network and find other people who have groups and pages that uh, would post what you have going on. Because if you if you have something, like, really cool going on, people are going to be like, yeah, put it up. Maybe we can get everybody to go there as far as they know. Uh, emails, texts. Facebook Messenger, Skype text, um, those are going to be the ways to contact people. And I'm going to just show you my dirty laundry here. Let me see if I can get out of here. Uh, where's my escape? There we go. Okay, so I'm going to show you where's my little... Here is Eventbrite. So with Eventbrite, this is for... All right, so this is for Fargo Super Saturday. This was November 7th, so this was just last fall. 
Um, <clears throat> and it kind of just shows you, you know, like where it is on Eventbrite with a map. It tells you how much the ticket is. It'll tell you the details. And so when you're doing an event, just make sure that you're very descriptive but not very wordy. I mean, the less words the better because people just want to know what what it's about. And I'm going to get into this a little bit more with talking the colors, but um, I'm just going to just put that little thing in your head about put that seed in your head about talking to different colors. But that would be an example of a Facebook event that I did for November 7th. I'm going to close that. Uh, May 24th was one of our very first Super Saturdays. And we did, and mind you, I'm going to talk about this too at the very end about VIP passes, gift bags, um, afternoon only, things like that. Different ways to do tickets. And I always had an itinerary too, like, all right, so, you know, why would I want to go to this? And we would always talk about, you know, is it is it about products? Is it about business? Is it a little bit of both? Is it motivational? Things like that. So that would be the Eventbrite. And I'm just going to show you a little bit more with, when I talk about Facebook pages, Eventbrite, things like that, okay, what does it look like? So... Here is a Facebook event I had for the ULA guys uh, October 11th, 2014. And I mean, there's not much on there. It was pretty much, well, this is actually the ULA guys' own <laughs> Facebook event. That's funny. I tell you, when you got speakers that are going to be speaking, they they really love a big audience. And so you could always ask him, hey, put this on your, your event page. And then here's my event page for the ULA guys, and I just kind of put things up there like really obvious, like, all right, so here's a picture of those guys, here's a picture of me. Did the hashtag, hashtag ULA life. Why I played with the idea of hashtag ULA Fargo. Uh, right, and this is like right up on the, oh, what do you call it, the banner picture for the event. And mind you, let me show you something here. I think it's this one. This was an event this is not mine. This is an event that somebody had where they did not put an event photo. And so if you're looking at this and, and think, well, what's this about? I mean, there's a few there's a few posts and a few words, but there's no pictures. We love pictures. That's why there's Instagram. That's why there's Pinterest. That's why there's Facebook and then the, all the other things. Put a picture up on your event photo because it just it looks ridiculous when you don't have that. So I'm going to back up. So that's the ULA one. Tells what it's about. Uh, there's discussions, things like that. We charge for this because the ULA guys charge for what they do. You know, so I told people right up front, you know, how much it costs to see the ULA guys, what the website is, and the website is always going to be the Eventbrite site. And I'll talk about that later. About do you charge or do you not charge? It kind of depends on what the event is. And also, when you're being when you're describing what you're doing. Uh, this is one we did at Smiling Moose Deli, and look at this. So here's the date, and and then this part says, you know, 2013 Young Living Essential Oils International Grand Convention Review Party. So I mean, it kind of worked good to be at the, at the deli for this one. It was very informal. We just kind of talked about, uh, you know, what we learned at convention and the new products and things like that. Explain that one. So. <clears throat> 
you know, you could do events of all sorts. It doesn't have to be make and takes and intro to oils. It could be review parties. A lot of people do review parties. So I'm just clicking through, you know, uh, the Eventbrite and Facebook pages. Here's another one, potluck one. Um, that's not the greatest picture, but I'm going to show you one that has a really great picture. Obviously, you could do the oils. You could do the oil kits for pictures. Um, the very first thing that we put up on this one was admission, potluck. We love fun, and we love good food. So, you know, that was that. And usually people people expect to pay something when they go to something because, you know, it's it's worth our time. It's worth their time. It's, if everything was free, nobody would show up because uh, there's no value in it. So even if you need to bring food, at least you have, like, some sort of commitment. Um, so Pollocks are great. I mean, that's a great admission if you're going to do, you know, something like an intro class. Um, <clears throat> so I showed you some of these pictures in the, in the event picture where it could have been oil kits or it could have been like a whole string of oils. But here's another one we did where actually I took this picture of Jen hosting a class because I thought, you know what? Sometimes I think products are kind of boring. It's actually, if you think about it, like you look at things and you just see a product, it's like, who cares? But when you see people around a product, it gets a lot more interesting because we can relate to people much more than we can relate to things. So that was one of those ones that we did. Um, that one worked pretty good. I like that one. So here's another one where you just have a whole list of oils on the on the picture. To me, that's kind of boring. I mean, it's like cool if you're like interested in the oils, but most people are interested in the people behind the oils and, and why are they doing that and how are they doing that. Uh, another Super Saturday one, that was May 2nd. So this is actually a postcard that we did, and I'll talk about this later also. And I just used my event photo uh, postcard picture and just put a picture of some of the speakers up there. I think I missed one speaker. Sorry, Randy. <laughs> That was before we had everything proofed. But I had to get something up. Sometimes uh, if you wait until you get everything perfected, nothing will ever happen. So if you got something and it's it's a rough one, uh, put it up because you can always change pictures later as long as something is up. Always have your website on there. Always, you know, and I love using Eventbrite because um, it costs to have a room. It costs to have speakers. It costs to do a lot of things. And so we usually just try to figure out a price where it would cover the cost. Not that we want to make money on e on events, but just cover our costs. So we're not like paying out five grand just to hold a event. So always put up your Eventbrite site address. And honestly, you know what we did is like FargoSuperSaturday.com. That was a redirect link to the um, Eventbrite. And I'm gonna go into okay. Well, I'm gonna do one more thing. So. This is my Twitter profile. <clears throat> and mind you, I told you that when you're promoting your events, you need to have repeated exposure and you need to be everywhere. Well, sometimes if you do like a little post on, I don't know, Instagram. Instagram's connected to Twitter. If you do a post on Instagram, it'll show up on your Twitter picture or your Twitter feed also. If someone sees that and says, oh, look, there's a there's an event going on and they click on that and they click on your profile. Well, if your profile talks about how you're a, you're a cowpoke 
kind of person, whatever, and, you, and there's there's a con disconnect about you and the event, um, people might kind of question about that. So every time I did an event, I always posted, you know, so for instance, on that Facebook event, that same picture on top, I would put this picture on my banner for my Twitter so that, you know, it, everything fell in line with each other, like everything correlated. You know, picture me, the whole the whole Fargo Super Saturday thing, the whole hashtag, like everything fell in line. So if someone even stumbled across it, it made a lot of sense. All right, let's keep going before I check my Twitter account here. Uh, that's, uh, just going through all these. Email, all right. So here's, here is one of my ninja tricks with this one. Maybe I should back up a little bit. Let's go to the PowerPoint. Make sure we didn't miss any. Facebook events. Facebook groups, Facebook pages, emails, text, Facebook Messenger, Skype text. All right, so I'm going to show you on the on the webinar part what I actually did for an email. So with my email, here's what I did. So that this kind of goes with the same theme. This is actually easy to do a presentation with this one. So there's the Fargo Super Saturday. I threw a hashtag in there, and I like worked the crap out of that hashtag. When you're doing this, it's like you think it's too much, but actually it's probably not quite enough, honestly. And I just put in maybe some of the verbiage that was similar to what was on Eventbrite describing it, uh, maybe some of the verbiage that was on the Facebook event. And honestly, I I talk about who the speakers are because uh, why would I want to go if, if I don't like anything that the speakers are going to be talking about or I don't like the speakers? So at least, at least this gives me a chance to look at this and go, oh, okay, so Randy's going to talk about how to take care of yourself. That's pretty good because I'm too busy to take care of myself and this might be an easy way to get back into health and fitness or, you know, just having a peace of mind, things like that. So this is my email, and I would send this out to people. And usually these people were people that I wasn't trying to recruit to go to the event. These are the people who already knew me. And mind you, like, usually when you're trying to get your new people to find people to, you know, enroll or add as customers, you always ask them, so who do you know? <clears throat> that doesn't work. You need to reverse that and think about this. Who knows you? Because you could like start listing off a whole bunch of people you know, but do they know you? And to take that just a one step further is, so who knows you, who likes you, and who trusts you? Because if you got that down pat, then they're going to be behind you. And then you could feel comfortable sending an email like this that explains your event, where the tickets are at, how much it is, who's the speakers, where it's at, I think I just said where it's at, you know, what it's about, why you're doing it, you know, there's always got to be a why behind everything. And then just ask them if, you know, if they could forward this to uh, other people. And I actually, like on my head, on the, the subject line, it says May 2nd, Fargo Super Saturday, invitation to share. So they knew right away, it's like, all right, so you got an event and you want me to help share it. And I would have people go through their email list, it could be, their Rotary Club, or it could be their Toastmasters Club, or it could be their B&I group, 
um, and they would just send it out to their, you know, to their people like that. Um, I also did. I mean, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna hold off on this one. Just to remind me, everybody on uh, on the webinar on the call about what I did with um, people at the banks that I banked at. All right, so that was my email. Totally cool, easy, replicatable, so that people are not not only seeing it on on social media, but now people can do this with the email. You just set it up for them and just say copy and paste or forward, and they would forward it to their entire list. You could do the same thing with text. You could do a short. I didn't pull up a text one, but this text would be the same thing, just smaller version. Facebook Messenger, and mind you, when you're doing this stuff, you don't want to spam the crap out of people. You want people who are people who know you people who like you and people who trust you. Because if they don't really know you, you may not know if they even like you, much less trust you. And so if you start sending out a lot of these things like this, uh, they're either going to unfriend you, um, report you as spam, things like that. It's, it's, not, it's not good. So find your close niche group that really likes you, trusts you, and has your back. You know, they'll, they'll say, yeah, you know what, I got... I got a group of people that might be interested in this one because this one looks like a business one. This is a business summit kind of deal. So I'm going to close out this. And, oh, John Acuff, he's so awesome. I'm going to go back to the PowerPoint. So we covered Facebook events. We covered Facebook groups, Facebook pages, emails, texts. Facebook Messenger, Skype text, you could you could do all the same things um, that I did in the email with all those other uh, forms of communication. Obviously, text, you got to shorten up pretty um, pretty concise. Most people, when they read text, they're going to skim it anyway, so just have a link to your, your uh, Eventbrite site or whatever site you want for, for tickets. And uh, just, you know, give them the skinny on what it's about. Because if you're texting people, they probably know who you are, and they're like, all right, so this is what you got going on? That's cool. Let me go check it out. Instagram, Pinterest. There's tricks with Instagram. I'm not going to share on this on this one, but uh, there's some tricks on how to get other people to share your Instagrams. But you put on Instagram, you got on, it'll go right to your, your Twitter account. Pinterest, you know, if, it, if it's, uh, it's catchy, people will see it. That's why pictures are such a big deal as far as, you know, whatever you got going on, make sure people understand the picture about what's going on. You know, so it's a business one. That's why I did the postcards because, like, it worked the best. Eventbrite. And with Eventbrite, you know, very be very descriptive with it. Don't be too wordy. Um, you could do the speaker lineup. You could talk about, you know, why you're doing it, what it's for, who it's for, which would be even a bigger one because, Mind you, a lot of people will scroll through Eventbrite and they'll scroll through Meetup and find what's going on. And if you can't sell them right away on that on on that short little thing, they'll they'll miss it. And I'm gonna show you a picture of that uh, in the next slide. But also think about this: physical tickets, because some people, if you tell them to go to your go to your Eventbrite site or go to Facebook events or go to this to you know register or even check it out, they will later, which means they will not. Honestly, a will later means I will not, or I will next time you remind me, 
is the answer to that. Postcards. Obviously, physical tickets and postcards are going to be expensive because you're printing stuff out and it's going to cost money to do it. However, I think that's the best because when I'm doing... I'll skip down. Well, okay, I'll skip down to the bottom one. So when I was in BNI, I had access to like actually four BNI groups because I would sub for. I was I was connected to all of them. I sub for four, three of them. But between the BNI, the Toastmasters, one MC is one million cups, a book club and a meditation club. If I had the postcards in hand, or if I had the the tickets in hand, like we had the ULA tickets, if I had those in hand and told people, you know. I, here, I've got tickets right here, and there's a ticket stub on that one, so I, you know, I have a receipt for that, and they have a receipt for it. The fact that that ticket is in my hand tells them that you may only have a handful of tickets left. Who knows? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe you have a handful now, but you have a whole box full in the car. But uh, as far as they know, that handful of tickets might be your last set of tickets. Uh, so you know, the scarcity ta tactic it can be for real. I mean, people people don't know, especially when it's physical like that. They don't know. They don't know how many tickets you sold. Eventbrite, you can find out how many tickets are sold if you don't um, unclick that part. But um, totally cool with uh, you know having something physical, tangible in your hands. Now you can also do the Periscope, YouTube, and Snapchat, and Skype. <clears throat> So obviously, Skype is going to be a very personal one-on-one -on -one thing. Um, Snapchat, kind of the same. But Periscope and YouTube, think about this. You are hustling your event. People need to know about your event. Um, people forget what they did yesterday. People forget what they're going to do tomorrow. And people sometimes just don't know what's going on. And so if you even have all these things going on, whatever, and maybe they're just only looking at the discussions and never see anything with uh, events. Maybe they don't check Facebook events. Maybe they don't check Eventbrite or Meetup. They're not looking for an event, but you've been kind of consistent with Periscope and YouTube. Not that you have to be super consistent, but just on enough where you know you have some people following you or like at least curious about what you're doing. And mind you, you can... You can post it. You're gonna like do a periscope on your event, um, and then put that out there. And then, like in 15 minutes, you know, do your periscope or do a YouTube, and then share that. But if you're gonna do this, and actually, you know what? We haven't done this one yet. We haven't had a chance to do this one really. Well, I think periscope we have. Here's what I'm getting at: is you have an event, think about TV, the news, and how if there's some big event coming up, uh, say, for instance, like the Olympics. Olympics are, Olympics are coming up. There will be news reporters out there talking about the Olympics before the Olympics even start. They'll talk about where the venue is. They'll talk about, you know, who to expect to see, blah, blah, blah. Why can't you do that with your own event? Why can't you be your own news reporter or have somebody who loves doing that, who loves to ham out and do things like that and say, well, this is, this is Kaylee, and I'm reporting from the Ramada where in two weeks the the event we're holding, and I'm throwing the name, I guess I could say Fargo Super Saturday. The Fargo Super Saturday event that will be held in two weeks here, 
And I just want to give you a look inside because da-da-da-da-da. And, you know, draw people into that and see what happens. Because sometimes when you draw people into, into things like that, it's, they look at it a little bit differently because it, it feels more personal than even an Instagram picture. Um, so do that. And also, you know, with my emails that I sent out to people is I asked them, like, so in your in your church club or your meditation club or your book club or your Toastmasters group, do you think it would be all right if you send out an email to these, these people and ask them, ask them in the meetings, like, is it all right if I send out an email invite to an event my friend's hosting or whatever or that my group is hosting? Ask them, and the, most people say, yeah, you know, I'll take a look at it, whatever. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I have this super advanced hustle ninja move that uh, I kind of already spilled the beans, and that's who knows me, who likes me, who trusts me, and, and this is like a big one, the and is influential, connected, or simply has a big mouth. Because you need those people. Those people, those people are like your, uh, your broadcasters. And <clears throat> so the reason why I talked about hustle and, and this is because I just listened to John Acuff today, and he talked about, you know, hustle, and he reminded, me, he reminded me about this. Hustle is an act of focus, not frenzy, you know. So if you think you're hustling because you're doing a whole bunch of busy stuff, you're not hustling. Hustling is when you're focused. So focus for me was, all right, so if I'm the guy in the middle here on the, on the, on the video, and there's four groups around me. One of the groups, let's say all four of those groups were banks. And because, you know, back then, um, that one Super Saturday was a business summit, so I had all business people presenting. Why not have, and this was like an open one, so it wasn't, it wasn't just for, you know, the company, whatever, it was for anybody who was interested in, in this, because I thought, let's just go super big. I mean, ULA was big, let's go bigger. So I'm just going to talk about my one hustle with banks. Because I banked at a few different banks, I would talk to, and I was always a guy, and I'm going I'm to tell you this, <clears throat> automation and, you know, now we can do, take pictures of your deposits and, and put them up with your, your phone or your iPad. Yeah, that's cool and everything, but there's something about relationships, and we're in a relationship business. The big deal is that every time I did a deposit, and, and back then I was self-employed also as a personal trainer, so I always had checks coming in, you know, almost weekly. So when I went in and deposited the checks, I always talked to the tellers, and I would get to know the VPs and the, and the, the PR guys and stuff like that. And some of the guys were maybe had jobs and uh, different jobs with the community. And anyway, I would... I would always have them in my back pocket as far as, all right, if I ever had a chance, I'd say, like, so if I have this event going on, is it all right if I ask you to just post it to your, and I don't know what they call it in, in the corporate world. I'm not a corporate person, but not the Internet, but the, I think it's the intranet, like the, the internal system with the bank system. Can you post this, you know, to your employees? And I would have that email that I showed you guys, the email about um, how I did that event, the Super Saturday one. 
and just say, can you just post this to, you know, all your bank employees, and if you want to put a personal note in, you know, that it's, you know, it's legit, I know this guy or I know this gal, looks like something that might be interested, interesting to you, do it. <clears throat> that was my, my advanced hustle ninja move where that was totally focused. There was no frenzy. I talked to one person who was influential. He was connected. Not necessarily a big mouth, but he was connected. Like, you know, they were PRs or VPs um, or administrative type people who had access to all the employees, not only at that bank, but at all the bank branches. <laughs> Hello? That's called focus when you when you do something like that. Um, that's how you hustle. And no matter how many times you have talked to somebody about something, there's there's always room for one more discussion about you know, did you did you see my email about the event that, that's coming up? Did you did you get tickets to my event coming up? Did you want me to give you tickets, or do you want to go out on to Eventbrite? Um, things like that, as far as you know, getting people involved and just asking questions, like you know, so what do you think? Are you going to go? Do, you know, can you make it? Do you know any belt? Are you going to bring somebody with you? Who else do you know that might be interested in this one? Because this one's a, this was an open event. You know, is there anybody else that's uh, in any home-based business? That's you know, I'm cool with that. Uh, or anybody that's in business that's in the corporate world that you know might be able to use a few different uh, tricks. You know, I had one gal in there that talked about you know your 60-second commercial and how you do that. Everybody needs that one. So that's my advanced one. Is you find a group of people like you know this example is banks and totally connect into the main people who are influential connected or they have a big mouth but before you even do there you're like you can't go in and and go hey you know I bank here or I shop at this grocery store or I shop at this co-op or I sh you know you know I do this I'm a customer can you promote this for me but a lot of people would be like what are you kidding me I don't even know who you are um, you know, so you need to ad address those questions like who knows you, who likes you, who trusts you. Because think about this, if if you had somebody who was hosting an event on, I don't know, we could get provocative here, but let's just say it was some sort of provocative thing. <clears throat> well, if somebody doesn't know them, Chances are they don't like them because you don't you don't know who that person is. Why why would you like them? There's no there's nothing to judge that, um, much less trust them. If someone came up and said, Hey, can you post you know talk about this event? And they don't really know too much about the event or you, and it ends up being something very provocative, and they do that, the backlash from people who are uh, offended or not interested in that would be big enough that people could lose their jobs. So, you know. Think about that one. That's that's my hustle move. So the big part is also, um, you know, what's your event about? We always had a theme. It, was, it could have been products. It could have been business. It could have been ULA guys. Um, one was a convention review party. So think about that because as you scroll through here, and as you can see on the on the webinar, the the top left picture is actually a, a snapshot of Eventbrite and the listings on Eventbrite, and that's in the list view. You know, so you see, you know, preview Women's Health Conference, 
Electric Glow Run, whatever that is, Frog Watch Training, Fargo Super Saturday Business Summit, Cool Events at Catalyst. Mm. Well, if I look at this, I'm thinking Electric Glow Run, I think that's about running. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe, you know, you have glow sticks, whatever. Super Saturday Business Summit, that, okay, that makes sense. The Business Summit, I can understand that. I don't know what frog watch training is. I don't know what cool events at Catalyst is. Um, I know what women's health conference is, but the preview, why don't you just put women's health conference, you know, so people can click on that. You know, think about, like, what shows up in, in people's streams. Same thing, like, when you're, when I first started out, it's like, think about when people are in the seats, you know, how do things look? So when people are actually scrolling through Eventbrite or they're scrolling through uh, meetups or scrolling through Facebook, they're scrolling, like, let's face it, people scroll and scroll and scroll. Why do you stop? Because something caught your eye. Do something that uh, will catch people's eye, but it's, it's very descriptive uh, at the same time. But, you know, like I said, with uh, the Fargo Super Saturday, the business summit is, well, I think that pretty much describes it right away with uh, minimal space. It's That's what it is. And then the other question is, like, so what's in it for me? Well, like with the Smiling Moose one, it was a 2013 uh, Grand Convention review review party. So obviously it was about um, reviewing what we learned from the, the convention. And then why would somebody want to attend? Well, if I didn't if I didn't attend convention I wanted to, but I missed out, it would be nice to know, you know, what the people who went there, you know, saw and learned and what they brought back for products. Uh, and then the... Probably the biggest one is, I mean, that's good. I mean, it answers what's in it for me. Why would someone want to attend? You know, do things catch your eye? Because people are, you know, people flip and flip and flip. But if you've got speakers, that you go really big and you have speakers, people want to know who the speakers are. And not only that, but you need to edify your speakers. So if your speaker is a upline, you know, platinum, diamond, crown diamond, whatever, you need to edify them as far as, you know, their success, what they can teach you, you know, what they bring to the table, um, what they're going to talk about, how that could help you. Edify, 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 meaning talk them up. Talk them up. It might, it might not be all about you. It might be all about your speakers. Talk about how great your speakers are and get people interested in listening uh, to your speakers and, you know, what they're going to provide as far as content. And then I'm just going to wrap this up with a few Q&As that a lot of people have asked questions. Do you charge admission? Well, if I'm doing the very first part where I'm doing the third Thursdays and the team meetings, no, I don't charge admission. Why? Because I don't have any costs. It's just people come over and we we meet for an hour. Now, if I have to pay for... Uh, a meeting space like at a convention center or if it's at a restaurant where it's either pay for the room or buy the food, um, throw that out there and say, all right, so do you guys want to split the cost on the room or do you guys want to, you know, buy food? You know, throw that out there and be up front. People should know nowadays that um, anything that's free that's a big deal is not is not worth it. It's, you can't build business on free. 
Thank you, Angela Brooks, for telling me that one. <laughs> Cannot build business on free. So if you're at a, if you're at a convention place, if you're at a restaurant, there's going to be a cost. If it's at your home, yeah, there's no cost on that one. Unless you have all kinds of supplies and materials, maybe you're doing a make and take, yeah, there could be a cost. Just cover your cost. Um, Pre-registration and early bird registration. This was probably the most painful lesson I have ever learned in my event hosting life. We would have events, <clears throat> and then the event would be over, and then we'd decide a few months later, hey, let's do another one. I think this time will work good with us and with the convention center or whatever. And then we'd start all over doing the hustle. Well, <clears throat> we quickly learned, and thank you to Tom Challen, that if you had people who actually registered, pre-registered for your, your next event while they're at your first event, that takes a whole boatload of pressure off as far as, you know, will, you, will the next one even take off? And if you give them a, a, a cheap early bird discount, one, you know there's going to be people, people there. Two, it gives you a little bit of money to get going on, you know, whatever you need as far as like a, maybe a down a deposit or a down payment on, <clears throat> I don't know, audio equipment, products, if you're going to like talk about products, things like that. It kind of gives you some fudge room. And also it lets you know that, hey, there's people who are interested in this and they've already bought tickets. And if those people bought tickets, they may be your professional inviters, and I would I would talk to them about, you know, edifying the event that they already bought tickets to, um, and they might not even know what the theme is or who the speakers are next time, but they'll say, you know what, the last one was a, was a great event. I already bought tickets for the next one. I got a discount. If you get in early, you could get the same price as I am, or maybe just a little bit more, but it won't be the full price. Um, get them to invite people. Because it, it just it takes a lot of pressure off as far as like you know all right can I can I make it on the next one uh, VIP bags and incentives so those people who do early bird registration or pre-registration like they were the first people in and this could be a contest too like the first hundred people who register get a VIP bag and the bag could be full of all kinds of goodies <clears throat> incentives like that or the incentive could be they get front row seats like. You know, they're the first hunter. They they get the front row seats. Period. And going back into the professional inviter, so you could also do contests and recognition for people bringing people. This is another professional inviter. And so, mind you, going back to when we did Third Thursdays, <clears throat> that was a team meeting thing. And once the team started growing their own teams. Then they would invite their new people who wanted to do the business or sometimes just curious about what's going on, invite them to the third Thursday meeting. Well, that was training for them to do the inviting to these bigger events because now they're your true professional inviters because they are professionals and they're inviting people. They can edify the event because they've had practice edifying your, your team meetings. They can edify the speakers because they're probably already going to your, still going to your team meetings, and they know what the, what's going on because you, as the leader <clears throat> that's hosting the event, you've told these people, "Hey, look, I got this event going on. Here's the speakers. This is what we're going to be talking about. This is the theme. 
get them to like start spreading the word and edifying the event, edifying the speakers, they know what's going on. And then probably one of the like really coolest, neatest tricks is also edify the audience. Because say for instance if it was the Ula guys, like when we had the Ula guys, I I could edify the audience and say, Hey, you know what you guys you guys should really come to the Ula event. The people who are are going to watch are people who are working on seven aspects of their life, and they're really they want to see you know how these guys explain it and, and their story on how to have a balanced life. Well, you just edified the entire audience and the speaker at the same time, which edifies the whole event. And then you you know with that, then it's like all right, well you can edify the next event by saying. Hey, I got pre-registration tickets. I got the early bird discount, whatever. I'm already in the next event. I don't know what the theme is. I don't know what the speakers are, but uh, I think you should go because I really like the last one. Done. Uh, and one more thing. Two more things. When I did the email, I also did a little bit of copy on how to talk to all the colors. So, you know, the reds, the yellows, the greens, and the blues, things like that, because they all talk a different way. They all read things differently, um, and I put a website up there. It's jacobadamo.com, uh, so it's J-A-C-O-B-A-D-A-M-O.com. He's got the book, and he figured this out as far as like when you talk to an audience or you're talking to anybody, there's a certain group of people you need to talk to first, certain group of people you need to talk to second, third, and fourth. And don't worry about the fourth because the fourth is listening to everything you said from the first people because they're taking it all in. That's just how they they operate. Um, So, you know, look up that website. He's got a great book. It explains how he does this and how how it all works. So that's it. That's, uh, That's how you get people to your meetings. And mind you that these meetings are the lifeblood of your group. And so if you have really strong meetings, that probably means you have a really strong group, and as a synergistic approach, they both work hand-in-hand to make the meetings even stronger and the groups even stronger, and so you can get into bigger and bigger events. Um, <clears throat> although, I'm gonna, one more transparent thing is you can get a little overzealous and have too big of meetings, and you might even run into an issue where no matter how much hustle you do, no matter how much uh, edification has been going on, no matter how much you've planned as far as like the perfect weekend, and no matter how well the speakers are and how great your history was in the past, sometimes there are just times where people just flake out and they don't show up. Uh, we've had that. We know many Royal Crown Diamonds that have had that happen to them in the last uh year or two, and mind you, we've all had huge meetings, and it's okay to pull the trigger and say, you know what, we're not going to do this, cancel it. That's that's probably like one of the best things to do as far as scarcity tactic, scarcity test, oh my god, market retrograde, scarcity tactic is don't be afraid to pull the plug. I mean, obviously, if you have a big event and you have a big venue, this is why pre-registration is a big deal because if you're not getting a number of um, sold tickets by a certain time and it's going to cost you 
two to five thousand dollars for this room, if they're if you don't like pull a plug at a certain time, like after that, you're gonna be paying fifty percent, seventy five percent, things like that, uh, no matter what goes on. So pre registration is a big deal. Doing the tickets, I think, is a big deal because that's how you know who's showing up. And obviously, selling tickets while you're at the at the event before is like the the best the best way of doing anything. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, pull a plug. If it's if it's not going to work, if it's not going to shake out, pull a plug, cancel it. You know, because there's always going to be people people who say, well, I know you do this in spring and the fall. You know, I can't make it to spring. I'll do the fall one. Well, if the spring one doesn't go very good, who's to say that the fall one is even going to happen? Maybe it would just be a spring one. Like maybe with the, um, you know, you guys who are doing events, it's no problem. Like skip, skip your second one and go. You know what? No one's showing up. Let's just like pull back and wait until people want want to do it again. There's nothing wrong with that. That was like a painful lesson we learned too. So there you go. This is the how do you get people to events webinar and call and I'm going to quickly close a lot of this stuff out hopefully see how I do I got so many buttons I'm going to unmute the phone here hold on a second okay you guys are all unmuted yay Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks, Money. Bye. Thanks, Money. You're welcome. Bye. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Marty. Hey, you're welcome. I almost feel like I recognize voices. Money. A way to see the PowerPoints? The PowerPoints will be on Diamond Factory training, um, probably in the 200 module. I have no idea what that means. I'm fairly new. So if you go to diamondfactorytraining.com, huh? that's where we have all the calls and the, the training modules. Okay. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. Yeah.